Welcome to Imperfect Momming. Our children are constantly looking to us for examples. The term role model doesn't quite cut it here. We are shaping their worldview with every move we make. You see, it's not in the lectures we give or moments where we are actively attempting to teach them. It's in the micro movements we make, the unconscious ways in which we navigate life. We are constantly teaching our children how to show up for themselves, their friends, their future partners, and even their future children. So what can we do to ensure we are raising thoughtful, compassionate, self-aware human beings? We have to become them ourselves. No one is perfect, but we can still all be better, and it starts with self-healing. Let's get to it. And if you are live on Facebook, um, we're joining you just a little bit late today uh, because we had some people on our support call and they jumped in first. Um, and so we did our support call and now we are doing our lesson for the day. So if you haven't noticed, we haven't been live for a month because of some fun technical issues, but we are live again. So yay for being yay. live. <laughs> and we're, I'm very grateful for that, which leads us into our topic. <laughs> yes, very grateful. And it's interesting, actually, leading us into our topic, because as you know, Alish, I'm very grateful to for technology, which mm. is such a shift for me. I know it's not such a shift that I'm grateful for technology, but I'm, I'm, I was so, well, yes, it is. I'm sorry. I'm going back and forth. <laughs> I was, I was very intimidated by technology right I was really really techno I was so intimidated that I wanted to avoid technology completely um and it's so I've come into the technological age kicking and screaming for sure I mean I was literally like a, a tantruming toddler um you know just not or, or you know or a tant tantruming tr teen really right like they both tantrum both ages tantrum and we tantrum as adults and yeah. I tantrum for years coming into this technological age and the gratitude that I now have because I I I kind of feel like in some ways I was forced to really accelerate because of COVID. I mean, I definitely was doing certain things and emails and you know, but in terms of you know the social media piece and um and video recording and the information that's available um internet-wise, et cetera, et cetera, I was definitely resistant to that. And because I was forced into it, which actually makes me um, think about what we're talking about in terms of growing gratitude, that sometimes just practicing something or even doing something that we don't want to do will eventually lead to a place of actually feeling super grateful. Anyway, I could keep going, but I'm going to pause for a moment and see if there's anything you want to add right now, Alish. I mean, I was just thinking that um, sharing, you know, what you wrote about gratitude and how you um, came into a gratitude practice and um, and kind of what you learned from that. And then if there's time, I can talk about um, why a gratitude practice actually does work and shifts how um, how you think. So. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, for me, I went through um, a very dark portal in my own parenting journey 
uh, after my divorce. And it was, it was a huge struggle. I was the target of parental alienation and, um, you know, there was lost some connection with my kids. Um, and it was, it was a very, very difficult journey. And, um, you know, I would actually feel guilty because I have so much to be grateful for, but I wasn't feeling gratitude. Like I, I, I was saying I was grateful and I knew I was grateful on an intellectual level, but I wasn't feeling gratitude because I was, in, you know, when, when we're in darkness and we're going through difficulty, it's hard to feel sometimes that gratitude in inside of me. Right. And I would have fleeting moments of it. So was during COVID and I would go out for a walk and I would, you know, just notice a butterfly or a bird flying by. And I was grateful that I could see, right. That I could see that beauty or the nature that was around me, or I would literally stop and smell a rose and think about how grateful I am for my smell. Or I would have a sweet tea and think about how grateful I was to be able to have the taste that I have. You know, so it's like all of my five senses is what I'm going for. And so I would have these moments of gratitude, but it wasn't this feeling of gratitude that I had all the time. And then I would actually feel guilty for not feeling grateful. You know, I would feel grateful for a hot shower. I would feel grateful for the certain the relationships I have in my life. Would feel grateful for the connection that I do have with my son and my kids um, and for the opportunities that I've had, et cetera, et cetera. But I didn't feel that that overwhelming sense of great gratitude um, that I got to from growing gratitude and from by growing gratitude, by being mindful about being grateful and then actually writing down and starting a practice of writing down the things that I'm grateful for either in the morning or the evening and actually doing a list, a gratitude list was incredibly helpful. So I will let you take over from here, Alicia, and explain why that is. Yeah, so my first um, experience of a gratitude practice was I had a coach that told me to write down three things that I was grateful for every single day and to not repeat things. And so she actually kind of, the first time we talked about it, she said, name three things that you're grateful for right now. And I named, you know, big things. I like, I'm grateful for my son. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for, um, you know, I think I stopped after that. Cause I was like, I don't know what, <laughs> what I'm grateful for. And she said, well, what are you doing right now? And I said, I'm doing the laundry. And she said, well, are you grateful that you have a, a laundry machine in your home instead of going to a laundromat? And it's like, oh Yeah. And every time my dishwasher breaks down, I'm really grateful that I have a dishwasher <laughs> when it comes back. Um, and what I what I I did it because I was obedient, but I didn't do it with an understanding of why. Why does it why does saying things that you're grateful for actually make you think of more things that you're grateful for? Um and the reason for that is, um, you know how I can't even say the word. It's the R. Is it RAC reticulative activated system? <laughs> RAS. <laughs> I literally can't say the first word. Um, but it's the thing that, like, when you go and you go looking for a new car, you or you buy a new car, you start seeing that car everywhere. Like when I bought a um, Kia Soul, I had never seen a Kia Soul ever anywhere. But as soon as I bought one, they were everywhere. 
like I and and I know that you've had this experience um and so the reason for that is the RAS and it because your brain looks for things that it thinks are important to you and so if you start saying things that you're grateful for it actually tells your brain that it is important to you to find things that you're grateful for. So I actually wrote an article about this in um, in the latest magazine, um, the mom magazine that I part, I'm a part of. So I'm going to put the coupon code um, so you can get a free subscription um, and you can add that to your gratitude list if you'd like. <laughs> you get a free subscription for an entire year with the code. So um that's that's why like that when I learned that that was the thing that answered the question of why is this important and when you tell your brain that being grateful is important to you it will show you more things for you to be grateful for and when you are shown more things to be grateful for you actually start to feel more grateful for the things that you're seeing yeah so this is leading up into um the week of thanksgiving so next week we'll have a pre-recorded lesson for you um and the following week after that as well i don't believe that we'll have support calls um the next two what day is today tuesdays <laughs> uh, but we will be back the first tuesday of um thanksgiving and um first no first of december tuesday of december <laughs> first tuesday of december um any final thoughts no i just want to wish everybody who is in the united states and observing or celebrating thanksgiving a wonderful thanksgiving i'm grateful for all of you and uh, if you're watching and with us um so thanks yeah all right, so we'll be back. Um, and um, until we meet again, keep healing. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Imperfect Momming. It's time for us to step up and realize that our power is not in trying to shape our children. Our power lies in shaping ourselves into the people we want our children to model themselves after. Don't just do it for your kids. Do it for yourself. When you become a more self-aware, compassionate, and confident person, you and everyone around you benefit. For more information about me and my work, visit alishalyons.com. That's A-L-Y-S-I-A-L-Y-O-N-S.com. See you next time.